0: Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of the Exorcist Minute. This is the Xmas special. Now, normally on this show, we endeavor to examine, extrapolate, and excavate the Exorcist Minute by terrifying minute. But on this special Xmas episode, we are endeavoring to somehow link the scariest movie of all time to anything holiday related, anything connected to holiday magic and holiday whimsy. I, I'm sorry, we can't do it. Who, who thought this up? This is the stupidest idea ever. And if the late Kenan Diaz were here, I'm sure he'd say the exact same thing. But it's just me today, folks. And... Wait. Wait. What's that? Folks, are you hearing this? It sounds... It sounds like... Chains. Dragging across the studio floor. Oh my god. My candles have all just blown out at once by a chill wind. Don't ask me why I have candles in the recording studio. Oh god. It's getting colder in here. <gasps> folks... It's the ghost of my dead partner, Keenan Diaz. Lester, you dumb bird, I keep telling you I'm not dead. Wait, but in the script it says the late Keenan Diaz. Because I said I was going to be late. Oh. Well, that's a relief. Wait, what are all those chains then?
1: Anyway, I'm here to tell you you're going to be visited by three hosts. Huh? I expect the first one. Well, now, I guess.
2: Hi, I'm the host of Podcasts Past. Oh my God, it's Andy
0: Nelson, host of such amazing shows as The Next Real and Marvel Movie Minute. Have you come to show me my past? Or tell me about the history of podcasting? Or, or maybe this is like where we do a cop out and just play a long string of funniest moments from our show? Actually, don't do that. I don't think I could bear listening to clips of me and Keenan back when he was still alive. I'm not dead. Sometimes I can still hear his voice.
2: Um, you know, actually, I'm just here because you said there'd be cookies. Oh, yeah, right over there, fresh out of the oven.
0: (gasps) Another freezing wind! All my candles have blown out again! Stop lighting candles next to all this
1: expensive equipment. Oh my god, who are you?
3: Hi, I'm the host of Podcasts Present.
0: Oh my god, it's actor, writer, producer, game designer, developer, entrepreneur, and all-around creative genius Ian Hinden! Are you here to show me the trending podcast that our listeners should listen to? Or are you here to show me the present state of the world as we fly through the wintry sky?
3: What? No, I, I'm here for the Xmas special that's going on right now.
0: Wait, right now?
3: Right, right now. now.
0: Coming up, what an excellent day for an Xmas special! Holly jolly howdy, folks, and welcome to this very special holiday episode of the Exorcist Minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark, and I'm Keenan Diaz, and I'm Ian Hidman, and I'm Andy Nelson. Yes, folks, we got everyone back for the holiday special, and we're all here together in this our very special Xmas episode. And you might be asking, Lester, Keenan, Andy, Ian, what the Kentucky Fried Extra Crispy Christmas does a movie like The Exorcist have to do with any holiday other than maybe Halloween? You might even be asking, wouldn't a holiday-themed episode drive some of the more seasoned Exorcist fans away? But to quote our dear friend Captain Howdy, It would bring us together. You and us. So that's what we're doing today. This isn't a normal episode. We're not looking at any minute of the film. This is just a quick holiday greeting and a thank you for listening. I have devised three holiday-themed games for my co-host today. In the first one, we're gonna attempt to rewrite The Exorcist for you fine folks as a Hallmark holiday movie. We haven't scripted anything. They are hearing about this just now. This is all improvised, so this could be either really funny or not. Okay,
1: so here we go. <laughs> this is for a, a Hallmark holiday Exorcist movie.
0: Yes. So we change we change the Exorcist into uh, a Hallmark holiday uh, movie. Yes. All right, we've talked about this.
1: John August says that this is a great thing for screenwriters to do: is to imagine your movie as you're writing it. If you get stuck, as a different genre, what if this was a rom com? What if this was a horror film?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> when, when, you sit, when you talk about it, I just imagined way back a few years ago. It was like very trendy to recut uh, trailers for movies and different genres. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, like
1: the uh, the children's film *Shining*. Yes, uh-huh. right about about Danny Fine. Danny getting as long as I love this yeah, yeah. with his father Jack. Yeah, yeah, on
0: Salisbury Hill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You gotta have Salisbury Hill
3: in there. Oh, so Salisbury Hill is our first thing then, right? Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, Lester. What do you have? So, okay. So I'm thinking um, Father Karras is undergoing a crisis of faith. He no longer believes in Santa, (laughs) but ironically, he is he is a Santa. He is a mall Santa. Right, um, one of many uh, that have been recruited during the holiday crunch, and then the 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 big reveal at the end is that Father Marin is the real Santa, right? (laughs) And he he shows up at the end, right? Um, but we just for this to work, we gotta we gotta replace all of the priests with Santas. Right. And and it'll be the same conversation on, uh, you know, in, in the basement with uh, with Karis and, and Chris. It's like you probably know as much about the holiday spirit as most Santas.
1: So there's there's no any mention of Catholicness or Jesus is replaced with <laughs> Santa Claus as typical here.
0: Precisely. Yeah. So in my version, in my version, the religious aspect is, is completely gone. And you replace that with Santa and all the commercialism, you know, that that uh, that goes with uh, with the holiday right um of and course. meanwhile so so chris has uh, chris is making a holiday movie that's why she's in washington uh-huh. and uh but she she also hates the holiday she hates uh christmas um and she's doing this kind of like but she doesn't believe in it uh meanwhile her daughter has been uh taken over possessed you might say by the christmas spirit <laughs> right and she's just spewing Christmas carols all over the place and, and, and deck in the halls. And, and, and that's, that's it what people I people come got to my so door far. and spew Christmas carols. <laughs> I know, right?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I got so far. So what, what's your title? Oh, geez. Um, I, I, I think it would be Xmas.
3: <laughs>
0: that's great. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I, I, so when
1: I was in college in, in film school, mm-hmm. I, I, I had a kind of a, a thought experiment I would, I would give to my classmates. I, I would say, so here's, here's a thought experiment. You've graduated and, and Hollywood has come and called, and, and they've plucked you out of obscurity uh, and you're going to get a film career, but it's in your very least favorite genre. Mm. So what would that be? What would that be? And uh, my friend, our friend Garrick, um, said that his least favorite thing would be um, to direct those uh, sports illustrated documentaries of like following a season of a football team
2: <laughs> oh, that they would okay. do. like oh you,
1: you know with your subscription to, to Sports Illustrated you get this year long um, <laughs> documentary of the Steelers and the Steelers helmet and he said that would be is absolutely worse uh, for some people that would be their favorite right mm-hmm. and I had to think about it. and I said I think it would be one of those those TV movies where someone turns out to be Santa Claus
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that that's completely me yeah
3: mm-hmm. well I think oh go ahead Ian. I, I think they all should just discover their Santa Claus. Every <laughs> single person in the room.
2: you're Santa Claus? You're Santa Claus? Your Santa Claus? Your Santa Claus. Santa
1: Claus. Huh. How, how do they not know each other at, at the Santa, you know, clocking in at, at Santa Claus HQ?
0: Right. <laughs> that would answer the question of how they get around so
1: quickly. <laughs> I think mine would be a little bit different, Lester. I would focus okay. on Reagan as as the main character. Okay, and she she is trying to get Father Karis and Chris together, right? She's trying ah. to like find a um a, a um a husband for a holiday, right? A husband for a, a husband for, for a holiday. A ho- that's a perfect title, right <laughs> there. there. That's going. the title, yeah. <laughs> and she's she's trying hard to to get them together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're similar to what you're saying. Chris doesn't believe in Christmas. Father Karis is going through the motions. As I guess he'd have to be um, a minister instead of a priest, right? Mm, okay. You'd have to be an Anglican or something like that. Or um, would that make more drama, the fact that he's a priest? <laughs> he's a priest and he has to leave it. Oh, oh, Reagan, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> you should know these rules. Um, so, so, yeah, so they are they are visiting town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Father Karras is no longer Greek, I think. That has to go because he has okay. to be you – know, we can't have ethnicities there. He's a, mm. he's a country boy, I would say.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, he's
1: a country boy who's come to the big city of Washington, DC. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's surprised how nobody cares about Christmas. Um mm. and he's he's trying to get everyone in the Christmas spirit. Um and I think that the the big change for mine is that um the the person who is trying to help Reagan out the most is her friend Cap'n Howdy. <gasps> right who communicates, oh. maybe not through a Ouija board, because now that's scary, maybe through an advent calendar. <laughs> I like that every day. And, a new message. Ca- yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think at the end it turns out in mind that that Captain Howdy is really Santa Claus.
0: Santa Claus. Ah, okay. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right. Ho, ho, howdy.
3: <laughs> That's a great one,
0: too. Right. Ho,
3: ho, howdy. <laughs> let, let, let me hit you with this idea. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh Pazuzu. Uh-huh. is working for the big guy working for Satan and okay. uh he's uh he's on his way to the big promotion he's so good at you know possessing all these people he's uh-huh. just you know he's the best in the business and uh he's like and then Satan says well I got a special mission for you I need you to need you to go to a small town full of just regular folks and just possess uh Cindy Lou who over here <laughs> Cindy <Louhu>. <laughs> <laughs> And uh of course Pazuzu is like, I gotta do this, I gotta look good for my boss. You know, I'm gonna get yeah, in there yeah, yeah. and do what I do best. And Pazuzu,
1: oh, uh, you have to learn that business isn't everything.
3: <laughs> your job's not everything, Pazuzu. you are not your job.
0: He's married to his job.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly as as since they all have the same plot as everyone watching is aware, <laughs> Pazuzu is going to discover that uh there's there's more to all this than, you know. <laughs>
1: Okay, so he goes to the small town, and who's who's uh-huh. there? Is it is it Reagan mm-hmm. or Chris? Oh. <laughs> wait, is this or you're wait, getting wait, rid wait. of all those characters? That's what I'm asking. You're getting rid of all those characters
3: completely. It's is just this, a oh gosh, heavy yeah. show. Oh yeah, yeah, they could. Yeah, it's just the Pazuz. it's yeah. i think So <laughs> they all just okay. get in the way. Well then we can.
0: Well then we can we can swap out the we can swap out Georgetown Washington for Whoville because I think we've made a joke
2: about oh, no. it anyway. <laughs>
3: I want Pazuzu to have a small dog, too, if that
2: would be. <laughs> <laughs> would that be Captain Howdy? Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's, there we that's go. the one we keep. <laughs> well, you know, our,
1: our Pazuzu statue is completely bare, but it's like, it's like how we used to think, or I guess if you didn't know art history, didn't know um, history at mm. all, you, you would assume <laughs> that these ancient Greek statues were meant to be white. So Pazuzu, mm. of course, could be colored any way. He could have been green with a red hat, or we have no idea.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, he has yeah. that smile that goes from ear to ear.
2: <laughs>
3: and the, the snake, that's a candy cane, right?
0: <laughs> that is that is definitely a
2: candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the key with, I think, these Hallmark movies is it always involves a small town. So I was thinking <laughs> that uh, instead of Washington, D.C., mm. uh, you know, Chris ends up in this small town, uh, maybe where she was from, who knows, to <laughs> mm-hmm. film her new movie. And she's, you know, fed up with this small town life, but she's here and there's all this, you know, of course there's drama about whatever her backstory is involving small town life. But she meets this, uh, I guess we'd have to make him a minister mm. who is, you know, he's there uh, comforting, uh, he's he's kind of the voice comforting uh, her daughter because, of course, she had recently gone through a divorce and her daughter has lost lost the feel for the spirit of Christmas. And so ah. so the minister is trying to help her. Uh, find her way back there's a little bit of like uh, you know that vibe of um, a miracle on 34th street as (laughs) as he's trying to help her find her sense of belief and and of course uh, Chris trying to find her you know uh, passion for the season and all this and of course they all uh, end up falling in love and you know I feel like (laughs) you know just to throw Pazuzu in there that it should be a cute little uh, topper for their Christmas tree (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> there we go there we go
0: <laughs> i love that because you got yeah because like some some it's it's star shaped and it's also angel shaped it's it's perfect it's a little bit of everything yeah put a Santa right? hat on him and <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: oh man guys yeah. i i think i think we got well does anybody have anything else no i just i just
1: think it's really great that that all of our versions have have no religion in them, right? <laughs> Get rid of all that stuff. You know, when you watch The Exorcist, that's that's the biggest complaint is oh, all this God stuff, all this. Man. This existential dread about the meaning of life and whether there's an afterlife, and and ugh,
0: and it's just, wouldn't you rather be in a crisis of faith about Santa Claus <laughs> or or you know the Christmas spirit or whatever?
1: No, I um yeah, I, I'm with I'm with the the Chris at the beginning of our movies who is like bah humbug.
0: <laughs> I'm with her, <laughs> and she has reason to be right because she's had a really really rough life, and her husband left her, and this is just like you know what like what is what does Christmas mean anyway? Guys, come on. I just. Think it's a pain in the ass to put up Christmas lights every year. <laughs> I just really hate it. <laughs> But if you got a friend like Captain Howdy, he can just like make them float up there. A little planchette, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that what? Okay, is that what he looks like in in some of our versions? Like he's just he's just a little planchette with the face. a face, floating planchette,
2: <laughs> <A> floating
1: planchette. <laughs> And he ta- he has to talk in some of these. He has to be like, "Well, hi there, Reagan."
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks like yeah, you've got you're a little down. <laughs> That's a little Mr. Hanky. Hank-y it's a little Mr. Hanky. Yeah.
0: I mean, Mr. Ah. Hanky, Captain Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> I knew we were going to get there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! I, 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 there we go. I think we have ourselves f- what one, two, three, four holiday classics right there. Right. Fits perfectly in the lineup with Rudolph and Frosty and all the rest. Um. <laughs> Okay. So, ooh, okay. I'm really excited about this one. So, our next little game uh starts now. This is Secret Santa. Uh so, for this uh Secret Santa game, um I have all the names of all the characters in a uh, in a hat. It's a it's actually a digital virtual hat. Digital um, hat. Yes. Where do we get this digital hat? <laughs> well, you can't get it because I have it. I have this digital hat. It's a it's actually at spinnerwheel.com. Oh. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I have, I have put all the names of all the characters plus, uh, William Friedkin and William Peter Blatty, uh, because I needed uh, a couple more, um, into this, uh, digital, uh, virtual hat. And I'm just going to randomly pick out two, right? The first one is the person receiving the gift. The second one is the, is the secret Santa. And then you tell me what they got, okay what they got for the first person. Okay. So spinning now. Okay, first person is Carl Engstrom. So Carl Engstrom is receiving a gift from, spinning again, and it's Carl Engstrom again. Never mind. Hang on. (laughs) That that does sound right. (laughs) (laughs) He got himself um, a nice day off. No, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this again. Hang on. (laughs) I'm so glad we spun again. Burke Dennings. Oh, wow. Oh, they're such pals.
2: Yeah, they are. So what did Burke get Carl? I mean, it's got to be something... Uh, I'm thinking it's something very offensive, with a lot of derision. Like, yeah, he <laughs> keeps on calling him a Nazi. Um, yeah, it's almost like giving him like a a, a Jewish star that uh, you know tree ornament or something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> kind of I adorable. would I would have gone the other way, but,
0: uh, <laughs> but
1: just but Andy's you know, nicer really. than us.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> saying I would have gone the other way. I'm saying Burke would have gone the other way. <laughs>
1: wow. Well. I mean, there, there's always a copy of Mein Kampf, which I imagine you could buy somewhere. That is, that is how it's like.
0: <laughs> and he he would he would be like, oh, there's a childhood, your childhood book. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: your
0: your your mumsy used to read it to you uh, at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if
1: I was buying anything for um for Carl, you know what I would get him is um like another two giant water bottles. <laughs> Stall into the
2: kitchen. <laughs> Well, I would get him like a, a dolly so that he could just load it onto the dolly. And oh, there you go. Muscle it out every time. There we go every Perfect, single time. Perfect, Oh, wait. Okay, yeah.
0: I thought I thought you were. I thought you you, you meant dolly, like as in like a doll. Oh, a little oh. dolly
1: for, for a Carl. little
0: dolly. <laughs> maybe that. Okay. Maybe maybe Carl snuck a peek at, or maybe Burke snuck a peek at Carl's list, and he's like, "Oh, a dolly," and he gets him a dolly. <laughs> But it's not the right dog. Right,
1: it's a polywog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but Carl, being this like stone-faced man, he can't. He can't like be like, oh, this is ridiculous. This isn't what I want. He he would just be this like dankeschön. You know? <laughs> I appreciate your gift and the spirit in which it was intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. <gasps> Or I think he might just get him like a drink because because Burke really likes drinks. So
1: he's like, I'm oh, going crack that open now. You know, chum,
0: you know, yeah, chum.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you get home.
0: Because Burke seems like the person who would like he he'd be like, let's let's you know lay this squabble aside. Even though it's a one-sided squabble and Carl is not <laughs> squabbling, he's like, let's stop all this fighting and let's just have a drink. It's Christmas, you know. <laughs> And Carl would just – he would he would like – he would just sit there with his little shot glass or with his like bourbon glass and he would just like take little sips. And Burke would get drunker and drunker and he would just become Burke again and just like be insulting Carl and, and Carl would, you know, just be sitting there taking little sips. <laughs> <laughs> I see why Carl killed Burke. I, yeah. You know what? It's I, There's no other explanation. <laughs> no. Who else? Who else could have done it? Come on. All right. Okay. So that is – that is uh, – um, what uh burke got for carl so somebody got something for burke guys so we're gonna spin that we're gonna pluck the. it's a wheel okay it's a it's a wheel but it's a virtual hat okay so we're gonna spin (laughs) we're gonna spin the hat
1: yes i i'm completely on board now i understand (laughs) okay
0: so now who got something for burke let's see God damn it, it's Burke again. (laughs) We're doing this again. This is like the worst uh, Price is Right wheel. It's like everybody gets the same
2: price. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: so folks, it's Captain Howdy. Uh So Captain Howdy was Burke's secret Santa. Huh. Just creeps up behind him and is like surprise! surprise. Yeah, how about
2: a nice push out of a window? <laughs> I know, that's what I was going to say. So like, you need some fresh air. Bah! Yeah, give him a nice
1: <laughs> neck brace.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, a nice <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and it's
0: before it happens so it's like <laughs> right. It's like you're going to need this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like that. Mhm. Maybe, um, let's see. I mean, he's, he's an all powerful demons. Like maybe, maybe, um, a deeper drinking capacity. <laughs> oh, it's like concepts. He can give yeah. concepts. <laughs> oh, but he's a, de- he can do anything. He's a demon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Bert can't do that, but yeah. like, you know, Captain Howdy could. So who is Captain Howdy's secret Santa? Let's see. Better not be Captain Howdy.
2: Oh, my goodness. It's Father Carrots. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think homemade pea soup.
3: <laughs>
0: I like that. Homemade pea soup. I was going to say um, a bottle of tap water. <laughs> well, you know, even if it
1: was... Um... If, if it was Dimmy uh, giving a gift on his own, he might include his mother, right? His mother and him might get some. They might put together a nice little um, package of Greek cheeses and uh, and and, uh, and Greek fruits and things like that. It might be something homemade.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, just like a little gift basket, right? Yeah, some cheese, some uh, some ricotta, some some tzatziki, yeah. all that stuff, right? And then just 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 like nestled in the back, just like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, right. Carrots. Oh,
1: you need the cigarette. You're, you're so yeah, skinny. Yes. <laughs> so it's a cigarette.
0: It must be. It must be so stressful in hell. Come on. <laughs> right. The plot twist to that is that uh, smoking is not allowed in hell. <laughs> yeah, and I bet Mary. You so? Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you.
0: That's how you get to hell.
1: <laughs> is by vaping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want me to say this now, but, oh. but Mary Mary is probably the type of person who, like, cashes in all of her Social Security early for Christmas gifts and, and oh, no. spends all of her, like, food budget for the week to, to no. give, give a little gift to Captain Howdy.
0: Right. And Captain Howdy Captain Howdy would uh, – this is this is provided he has a body at right. the time. Um, he would stare her dead in the eye and he would drop it on the ground and he would stomp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that well that's something that Father Karras can give to Captain Howdy, the gift of a body.
1: Look <laughs> at Father Oh, I see Yes, he does doesn't he? <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, okay. All right. So, let us see. So, who is Father Karras' secret Santa? All right, folks. Uh we have not met this person yet on the show. Um I think we've recorded an episode where he he appears briefly, Keenan, but uh Uh, this is Dr. Samuel Klein.
3: (laughs) Uh, I, as a viewer who only watches each minute along with each episode, (laughs) would not be able to answer this
0: question. (laughs) We do not know. This is, and I'm having, I'm having Dr. Klein stand in for like all the doctors because he is, (laughs) he is the doctor of this, you know, he's the face of the medical community. Yes. Yes.
1: Right. Well, um, it seems like Dr. Klein would get, as he does for everybody, some Ritalin. (laughs)
0: Uh, that's what he would get for father and it would be it would be on so so it wouldn't even be gift wrapped it would be in a christmas card uh like you know nicely like enveloped and everything like that very pretty he opens it up and just out uh tumbles uh this prescription for ritalin
1: (laughs) right he still has to go buy it himself hopefully he has insurance
0: right i just
3: taped the pills right in the card (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh. or crush them up and, they, and, and glue them onto the card like snow. <laughs> You're going to have to lick this off.
3: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. But so Fa- uh, Father Karras is also Dr. Karras. So we That's got two right. doctors here, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to um, – I don't know if we want to date this episode too much, but right now we're in the middle of a, a nationwide Ritalin shortage. Do you all know that? Oh, Oh, my God. I I I wasn't aware of this. I'm not trying to get any HIPAA violations
3: here. There's a a Ritalin
1: shortage in America right now.
3: And see, what makes it more difficult is when you learn about the shortage, it makes you want to hoard more Ritalin. Right. Oh, yes. The problem works. Yeah. So don't
0: hoard Ritalin, folks.
1: Right. So, gosh, if people are listening to this in like 30 years and don't know it. So there was a toilet paper shortage at the beginning and then and there have been um, uh,
0: wait you got to specify at the beginning
1: shortages. of of oh, just just let them guess if they don't know oh, okay <laughs> no at the beginning of the pandemic of the covid yes. pandemic there was a, <laughs> uh, in,
0: in the beginning so that's <laughs> how the bible starts folks in the beginning there was a ritalin shortage and god said let there be ritalin but it yeah, was it, a, was, it yeah, was just great. time
1: for the baby the baby formula shortage to be over there's a ritalin shortage so wow
0: that's fun.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, so I think we all agree. It's like riddling. Just like just uh, That's his Ritalin. answer for everything. Yeah, right? That's a catch-all. All right. Okay. So, um, but who is Dr. Klein's Secret Santa? Oh my goodness.
3: Unnecessary hat music. <laughs>
0: We got your hats. We got your hats. <laughs> Doctor Klein's Secret Santa is Chris McNeil.
3: Oh, very nice. Very nice.
0: So, what does Chris oh, wow. give to Doctor Klein? To her, her pedi- pediatrician. To her pediatrician, whom she does not trust. <laughs> no, he put he does some
1: terrible. No, you know, not not on purpose. But he puts his daughter through her daughter through some terrible things. Yeah,
0: <laughs> through hell,
1: you might say. <laughs> Well, geez, what do you get for someone that you're obligated to give a Christmas present to, but don't particularly <laughs> like,
2: you know what, you know what, <laughs> I, like I generic, figured it out. I figured it out. Generic bottle of champagne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, um, a, a long cylindrical, possibly phallic object. Um, and he opens it up and just across the, across the shaft of this object is just written your opinion. <laughs> she says you can take this and you can shove it up your ass (laughs)
1: yeah i I like um i like that i like a little salty that's very chris i'm a 70s liberated woman doctor and this is what i give you for christmas
0: yeah 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 i mean the obvious like like a slap in the face or or something like that but
1: and I don't, I don't know necessarily. Dr. Clyde might be Jewish, so she might give him eight of those. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Does that happen, Ian? Do you get like eight of the same gift ever for Monica? Are they oh, supposed yeah, to be different?
3: It's really such a chore. It's like, oh, I like the Xbox the first day, but second day, it's an Xbox.
0: Third day. Ah. Well, see, in this way, it can be, it can be various sizes and girths. You know, you just be kind of like getting him used to, you know, this one's a big opinion.
1: Anyway, I'd love to see one more of
0: what Chris McNeil gets He's mm. the star of our show. Yeah, Chris has. OK, guys, 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 Chris has money <laughs> like she can she can get Klein anything if she can get if she can get a second house <laughs> and a horse, but not in the second house. Uh, And dinner with the president. She can get Klein a lawsuit. I don't know. That's the thing about rich people, though. They can, but
1: they never do, do they?
2: Mm. (laughs) Well, Yeah, the question is, is she the one actually buying the gifts or is it one of her... Oh, Sharon! It's Sharon.
0: So this is actually so. So Sharon is the secret, secret Santa. <laughs> right.
3: Exactly.
0: It's like, when am I gonna? When am I gonna get get uh, Dr. Klein? Does he like horses? I don't know.
3: Who we know that Dr. Like Klein. Horses?
0: Yeah, we know that Dr. Klein likes cars. Uh, well, maybe we don't know because we're that's that's the episode we're recording right after this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what what, what we got for uh, Chris McNeil and Dr. Klein. Okay, so uh, who? is uh, Chris's Secret Santa. Let's take a look. Oh, guys, this is so sweet. Chris's Secret Santa is her daughter, Reagan. (laughs) There's so many things that she could get, Chris, depending on whether she's possessed or not. (laughs) I feel like rug cleaner is a good (laughs) start.
3: Yeah, she needs a rug cleaner. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> not even a new rug. Yeah, she's only twelve, right? She can't afford a new rug, but she yeah. can afford, oh. a, <laughs> afford the cleaner, yeah. the powder. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: no, no, no. Of course, <laughs> of course, guys, guys, guys. It's it's um, it's a tie dye kit. It's a tie dye kit for like all of all of her old t shirts and everything like that. And Chris says to her daughter, "Was like, like, honey, what am I going to do with this?" And Reagan says, "You're going to die up there." <laughs> oh. <laughs> There it is. There we go. Okay, so who is Reagan's secret Santa? Let's see. God damn it, go away, Klein. (laughs) You already gave her enough. (gasps) Oh. It's Willie, Willie Enstrom. (laughs) Oh, she's so nice. I don't know much about Willie. I I think I think that's kind of the the thing. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot about Willie. Um, there's a big secret in the book that I'm not going to give away. Oh, I, but, okay. uh, but yeah, involving Willie and Carl. Oh, um, but oh, uh, I mean, I, I yeah. don't know
1: much about. It. She seems very nice, so Alone I don't, don't breakfast. know. <laughs> breakfast. I think I
0: think um, uh, extra large diapers. I think because <laughs> she's the one who had to clean up the the mess on the rug. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Some nice fluffy pillows, some bedding, right? Because she's always in there with the bedding.
1: Mm, you know, if she's like a grandmotherly type figure, but she's not literally the grandma. You're right. Mm, mm, she mm. might get her something that her mother wouldn't, like a like a, a Claire's gift card
0: <laughs> oh. for like ear piercing
1: or something. Like that. Oh, yeah, I don't have to deal with this. This is Chris's problem. <laughs>
0: she's she's the cool grandma. She's right? The
1: cool grandma.
0: She just slips she slips Reagan some money. It's like here's a twenty. Here, just right. go
1: get your ears pierced.
0: Get your ears pierced. <laughs> you have such a lovely ears. They need to be pierced. <laughs> oh, your mama said no, uh, n- n- no cookies until after dinner. Here, here, just have some. Have a cookies. Little. Yeah, <laughs> she would totally be that. Yeah, she's she's very very lovely with uh, with <laughs> when she's not possessed. All right, okay, and who is Willie's Secret Santa? Oh. <laughs> We have not met this guy yet. Uh-oh. This is Father Dyer. If I were Father Dyer, and, and so mm-hmm. this is
1: Willie that I'm giving.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: so what I would give is my uh, my dead friend's medallion.
0: Oh. <laughs> you okay. would give, if you I would were give that Dyer. to a character we know almost nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his thing. I think he just loves doing that. Here, this is very, very personal to me. This is my my best friend. Right, this is all right. I have of him. But here, random house cleaning I, lady. I think you could use this. Right? I think you, even though I know nothing about your life, because that's the impossible uh, Christianity. Like it's like I'm just going to give this <laughs> right, thing I right. you that I need love. This <laughs> I love this more than anything else. So I'm so I need to afraid. give it away. It's burning a hole in my pocket. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And who is uh, Father Dyer's uh, Secret Santa? Let's see. Oh, my goodness. It's Father Marin. <laughs> I think he gives him a little... You know what? It's like you you lost uh, one amulet, uh, a Father Joseph amulet. <laughs> hey, I just happen to have <laughs> another Father Joseph amulet. So, look at that. In your selflessness, you gave it to... Like the, 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 to, to the Willie. This, this, to Willie. <laughs> and now you get it back. Well, yeah. See what so, goes around comes around. To pay it forward Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd want the one of your dead friend. But, but whatever. Well, this is one that, that
1: I found, right? I found this in a, in a ditch in a rock. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
0: Next to the amulet of a demon head. Oh, by the way, here, here's another gift. Oh, God. <laughs> so who is Father Marin's Secret Santa. Let's see. All right, guys. Father Marin's Secret Santa is William Friedkin. (laughs) Wow. So what is William Friedkin uh, getting for Father Marin other than an early heart attack?
1: (laughs) I'm going to give you a part in my movie, kid. (laughs) You're going to be big. No one else can play it but you. You're going to play yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think... Uh, maybe some noise canceling, um, uh, head, uh, ear, like headphones or, or ear, earplugs or something like that. It's like, you're going to need these. Trust me. It's like action. Bang. <laughs> cause he, cause he fires guns. Uh, yeah. he love that. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. That's my director trademark. <laughs> yep. But you're a stoic seasoned priest. So you can't be scared. Everybody else is going to jump, but you're not going to jump. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say some kind of injury, um, <laughs> because that's what he's given to everybody, right? Pretty yeah. much, whether it be physical or emotional <laughs> or psychological, and he yeah, calls them something. all marks of love.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that
0: is a red flag right there. Yeah. All right. Who is William Friedkin's Secret Santa? I wish we still had Captain Howdy on the board. <laughs>
3: Captain Howdy would put his name in the hat twice
1: or something. <laughs> <laughs> he totally would. All right, There's, there's legion of us in here. He says mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you and us. Okay. Did we do William Peter Blatty yet? No. Nope. Oh, nope. perfect guys. William Friedkin's, um, uh, secret Santa is William Peter Blatty.
2: <laughs> These guys. Am I right? About These the guys. Configuration.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. I need to see the ninth configuration soon.
0: Mm. I want you to make this movie now. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen that yet. And oh, God, we're we're almost at the minutes in the recording where that would be important. So, Wait, what? The ninth, configura- the ninth configuration, because oh. uh, we're going to see The Astronaut soon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I have homework to do. <laughs> what a great Christmas mm-hmm. special.
0: Right? <laughs> so... so William Peter Blatty has given all of us homework.
3: <laughs>
0: Thank you, William Peter Blatty. All right, okay. So uh, I think now I can remove William Peter Blatty. There we go. He's gone. But his secret Santa is Sharon Spencer.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I know what what, what <laughs> William Peter Blatty would want is a trip on that
0: horse. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I don't know if Sharon's allowed to let William Peter Blatty on the horse.
0: Right? Because it's not her horse. No. It's, her, it's her boyfriend's horse. It's boyfriend's horse.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or it's her boyfriend. We, know, we, we, we still know, haven't figured that sure. out, right? He's, the horse, he's either the horseman or the horseman. He's the horseman. <laughs> yeah, he's the horseman. <laughs> sharon spencer (laughs) oh well no no uh sharon is um is uh very adept Mm -hmm. uh with the typewriter and she knows all manner of like typing and and writing utensils she could get uh she could get uh blatty some uh some nice little uh stationery or some ink or something like that yes that's nice yeah for the next uh (laughs) (laughs) yes offer her services too it's like hey you want to you want to do another uh another book i'll i'll be your um you can dictate it to me (laughs) there we go perfect all right. And who is Sharon's secret Santa? Guys, uh Sharon's secret Santa is none other than my favorite character, Jesuit Dean.
1: <laughs> the Jesuit Dean. If anyone listens to the show, they know who Jesuit Dean is. <laughs> they know who Jesuit Dean is? But he's the head of the uh, he's really the head of the Museum of Antiquities in Yes. <laughs> I, I will fight anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> he's not the dean of the Jesuit school in there. So <laughs> now he, but let's—he's hmm. a writer too. I mean, he's—he's he's an office-based person.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's like lots of stationery and stuff yeah, like that. Stationery and um, um, lots of uh, lots of uh, little paperweights he can gift <laughs> to <laughs> probably all cursed and you know holding some <laughs> kind of. Some kind of horrible, horrible backstory right. of an entrapped uh, uh, deity. <laughs> right. This
1: has the soul of Sub-Zoroastrian saint in it. Yes. And not my an choice. Amulet. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Oh, wow.
0: Here you go. This is, an, this is a tiny little – or here you go. This is an amulet of Ahriman. Uh, you, can, you can put it on top of your Post-it notes. And uh, if it starts talking to you, just don't answer it.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe use it as a doorstop on,
0: on summer yeah. days. To keep- oh, God. Get the Southwest. I'm glad wind I picked in. the evil one. <laughs> yeah. Keep the Southwest wind out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's all I got for Jesuit Dean. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's all you have. That's your favorite character.
0: I my absolute favorite character. You're making this character
1: um, famous when no one has ever yeah. thought about
0: him before. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want, I want like people to go to Exorcist Con, uh, 2023 with t-shirts of Jesuit Dean. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. <clears throat> so who's going to get, Jesuit Dean, what do you get for a guy who has everything? (laughs)
1: Who has literally everything in this house?
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So who is Jesuit Dean's Secret Santa? Well, I'll tell you who it is, guys. We haven't met this one yet either. This is Lieutenant William F. Kinderman.
1: Oh, you see, uh, the missus and I—we uh, have two tickets to
0: <laughs> <laughs> he gets of a ticket to a movie. That's the only answer.
1: <laughs> two tickets to. <laughs> I get passes. I get passes. <laughs> it's a remake of uh, *The French Connection*, starring Kristen Wig and Jonah <laughs> Hill, and I <laughs>
0: thought you
1: might want to go with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anybody ever? Anybody ever tell you, Jesuit Dean, you look like uh, Roy Cooper? <laughs> That's the actual actor, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a uh, you look like a curator of antiquity. <laughs> I know you're the dean of a school, but uh... yeah, we haven't met uh, Lieutenant Kenderman yet in our no, podcast we at this point. Yeah, but he's, I'm excited. Too. Yeah, he's
1: the original Willie Loman on um, mm-hmm. on Broadway. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, or uh, the uh, the actor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, what's it? Uh, Lee Cobb. DJ right. Cobb. Yeah. Lee J. Cobb. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big actor. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Ah, uh, that schmaltzy detective. All right, okay, and oh, I think yeah. There's only one more. Yeah, so uh, it should be... it's a uh, it's Mary Carris.
1: Oh, <laughs> so wait. So Mary Carris is giving a gift to Lieutenant Kinderman.
0: Yes, yeah. Mary Carris <laughs> is is a uh, Lieutenant Kinderman's secret Santa.
1: Hmm. <laughs> oh, she gives so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, she does.
1: Um I don't think any of my religious uh relatives listen to the show but you know we would get mm. we would get like books in the, <laughs> for Christmas about like how to really read the Bible you know did you get ever get those lester
0: Oh like, like little yeah I'm I've I've uh finally I guess um subscribed to a church here Oh yeah um you know in Los Angeles um I had to do it in order to uh, get the get the Saint Michael medal blessed mm-hmm. um and uh I get stuff in the mail, just like little little booklets and pamphlets and stuff like that um <laughs> yeah uh and then who gets married something
1: well then that has to be whoever started right the first,
0: yeah, oh okay, the first one would, would you, be uh, uh Carl
1: yes so Carl oh, no, no, uh, yeah, 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 Carl hasn't given a gift that bastard,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't get out of this, Carl.
2: It's probably just something from the attic. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: just a bunch of rat traps yeah, right. that's another old radio that he that he <laughs> another,
1: all these extra mannequins up there there's a lot of mannequins in that attic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> dress <Right>. dress mannequins
2: <laughs> of various
0: uh completed uh um body structures and, and whatnot um no you know what you know what carl would do Carl would go over to that house and he would clean it up and he would make it all nice, Aww. right? He would change the bedding and he would – yeah, he would just like spruce everything up, I think. That's really right? nice of
1: him <laughs>
0: and, Cause and that both, house and, needs it that house does need it yeah he would he would uh, sweep the floor he would like he is he is the houseman he would he would not just uh, sweep the floors he would like redo the floors oh. he would redo the flooring and the you know and all that stuff right you know get get some new windows in there he would he would be the handyman of that house and just make it look really really nice we and do the whole the, the time four and a
1: half hour train ride up there and everything
0: yes oh no he would do that and he would not say a damn thing <laughs> he would because because caris would be like you don't have to it's four hours away you don't have to, it's like it's like it is nothing it is, it is fine
1: Oh, well, that's really nice. Thanks for ending our, our secret Santa exchange on a, on a nice note. Yeah. Lester.
0: See, now I don't feel so bad about my secret Santa gifts. This was actually very therapeutic. Okay. Okay. Last game. This is a Mad Lib game. Really easy. Just going to ask you to give me some nouns and verbs. Only these nouns and verbs and proper nouns and names, etc. Um, let's try to have them be from the exorcist. Uh, and let me be a little bit more specific. You can have characters and actors. So you can say Chris McNeil, but you can also say Ellen Burstyn, William Peter Blatty, William Friedkin. Those are also fair game. So anything and everything exorcist related. Okay. Uh, again, this is either going to be very funny or not. All right. Okay. So the first thing I need is a building. Uh,
1: Healy Hall on the campus of Georgetown University.
0: Excellent. Okay. Okay. Uh, give me an animal. Um, a
1: dumb bird.
3: <laughs>
0: love it, all right, okay, uh plural noun. uh
3: script scripts
0: oh scripts okay <laughs> all right, uh give me a person. Pazuzu Pazuzu
3: <laughs> all right,
0: uh, a plural noun for people, so doctors, children, um, actors.
3: Um, it can only be priests.
0: <laughs> oh, there we go okay. Give me a give me a noun, a thing. Crucifix. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Okay, guys, we got it. We got it. Oh my gosh, I am so excited (laughs) to give this to you, this, the gift of uh, Twas the Night Before Xmas.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: <clears throat> all right, guys, here we go. So, right, this is Twas the Night Before Xmas, written by uh, Lester, Ian, and Keith. <laughs> okay. Gather round, children. All right. <clears throat> Twas the night before Xmas, when all through Healy Hall, not a creature was stirring, not even a dumber. <laughs> The scripts were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that Pazuzu soon would be there. The priests were all nestled, all snug in their crucifixes, while visions of astronauts danced in their heads. (laughs) And Blatty in his nurse's hat, and I in my habit, had just settled our brains for a long winter's vomit. (laughs) When out on the stairs, there arose such a terrible MRI sound... (laughs) i sprang from my bed to see what was the matter away to the window i flew like a flash tore open the shutters and threw up the sash when what to my wondering eyes did appear but a cunting daughter (laughs) and six 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 tiny exorcisms (laughs) With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be Jesuit D.
3: <laughs>
0: now dumb bird, now bareface, now stinkpot and rags, on stupid, on cupid, on rat trap in ham. <laughs> to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all so up to the housetop the exorcisms they flew with the subway train full of horsemen and jesuit dean too. (laughs) and then in a twinkling i heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little face (laughs) as i drew in my head and was turning around down the chimney jesuit dean came with a bound he was dressed all in sunglasses from his head to his foot And his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. And a bundle of medallions he had flung (laughs) on his back. And he looked like a senator just opening his pack. (laughs) His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like an olive. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as pea-green as the southwest wind. (laughs) The stump of his pipe he held in his teeth and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a Pazuzu-esque face (laughs) and little round teeth and little round teeth that shook (laughs) that shook when he defenestrated like a bowl full of cheese. He was big he was big and was bad a right jolly old wolf And I excavated when I saw him in spite of myself. (laughs) A wink of his eye and a twist of his head, oh God, Mm -hmm. soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the nightgowns, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his elbow and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his subway train, to his team (laughs) gave a whistle and away they all flew like a rat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight. What an excellent day for an exorcism! exorcism. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was crazy. Huh, guys? Guys? All oh, right, The framing device. Huh, I guess this means I'm... Supposed to be meeting the ghost of Christmas future. Wait a minute. This is my old garage. I'm supposed to be in the future, not the past. What is this? And hey, that's my Ouija board. But that's not my planchette. I lost my planchette. (gasps) Howdy, Lester. Hang on. Who is this? You mentioned me in the show. Oh my god. Madeline Kahn, is that you? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I called you a goat. I- Watch out for Keenan. Huh? Why? Trying to steal... The show. What? That's ridiculous. Kenan's my friend. He wouldn't try to steal the show from me. Besides, where's he going to find another co-host? Huh? What the? Folks, this wasn't here a second ago. This is one of those old-timey tape recorders. And there's a tape inside. Huh? Press play. Okay, here goes. Spirit, whose voice is that? Spirit? Spirit? Spirit. Lester! Lester! Wake up!
3: Lester!
0: Lester. Hey, time to wake wake up! Huh? Huh?
2: What?
1: Lester, you fell asleep in the middle of our show. I did? Yeah, and
2: you
3: were talking in your sleep.
2: I I was? What did I say? We couldn't tell. It was... Some sort of weird language. Oh. Oh!
0: (laughs) Sorry, guys. I remember now. I was having a dream. A dream? And I was there? And I was there? And I was there? Uh, no. I was alone. Oh, well, uh, what was the dream about? Keenan, you seem really compelled to know all about my dream. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Interesting. And I think I'm thinking what you're thinking I'm thinking. You think so? I think so. What are we all thinking? I think it'll have to wait until next time. For now, let's wrap up this holiday special and get out of here. Folks, from all of us to all of you, the power of Christmas compels you.
3: The power of Hanukkah compels
1: you. The power of Kwanzaa compels you.
0: The power of Yule compels you. The power of the winter solstice compels you. The power of festivus compels you. The The power power of the holidays holidays compels you.
1: you.